I'm Kate Daniels. It's glorious springtime here in the Northwest and prime time for all of us to be out in nature, out getting in our steps. And this morning, we're going to learn how to make that essentially double duty. The Susan G. Komen More Than Pink Walk is coming up at the beginning of June. And to get the details and learn about the name change for this annual event, we have Jennifer Teeler with us. Jennifer is the Director of Development for Susan G. Komen Puget Sound. She's a breast cancer survivor, a mother, so is well qualified to discuss both the disease and all the positive things that are taking place. So let's get right to meeting this great woman. Jennifer Teeler, good morning. It is really wonderful to have you join us this morning. Good morning. I'm happy to be here. And what an exciting time this is. I'm sure you must be busier than than all get out. We are really, really busy, but it, it is an exciting time. We, um, we uh, have a lot going on, uh, a change of venue, a change of focus for our events, and um, really looking forward to seeing how this plays out in June. Yes, so there's still plenty of time, several weeks, not quite a month, so several weeks to really get prepared for this really exciting walk, which now has changed names. So tell us what More Than Pink really is all about. Right, so um, a little history. We used to be the Race for the Cure. We've been in the community for 25 years now. Susan G. Komen um, has a signature event that reaches thousands of people um, women who have gone through breast cancer and treatment, um, their supporters, people who has whose lives have been touched, um, and many, many women, 40,000 men and women every year die of breast cancer. So those, those are the kind of the f- audience um, that this reaches out to, and I think um, everybody knows somebody who's been touched by breast cancer. So we are reaching out to the same audience with a little bit of a different emphasis. The More Than Pink Walk replaces our Race for the Cure. The More Than Pink Walk has a little broader reach because it's a walk. People don't feel like they have to be in tip-top physical shape to participate. It's much more community and family-oriented event. It's going to be in Seward Park this year, which is a beautiful location. Really, really looking forward to that. But as far as the community we're reaching out to, it's the same community, the Puget Sound community, looking at people who are interested in supporting the people that they love and funding research and funding um, local programs. The reason that it's called the More Than Pink Walk is because we have a little bit more of an emphasis on kind of the seriousness of the disease. We have four pillars now, community, care, action, and research. And those four pillars talk about the ways that we can address breast cancer and support the women who are diagnosed and really work together to find a way to end the disease. And I would dare say that great progress has been made in that arena of moving toward a cure because at least the the cancers often kind of stopped or, yes, the brakes are put on, wouldn't you say? Um, I would say, but the reason that we're moving away from, not moving away from, the reason that we are adding the four pillars with the different colors to the pink is because it used to be um, before Komen began, you couldn't say breast. And you couldn't say cancer, right? That has really, really changed. The face of breast cancer has changed. But just because you see uh, pink socks on football players 
and uh, pink ribbons on your yogurt lids does not mean that the problem has gone away. There are still tens of thousands of women in the United States every year that die of the disease. And that's the thing that we don't want to forget. So women, say, who have metastatic disease, which is breast cancer that has moved to another part of the body, who will be um, in treatment for the rest of their lives and whose lives will definitely be shortened by this disease, who essentially die of breast cancer. We can't forget those women when we're talking about breast cancer. We want to celebrate survivorship without putting too, I guess, rosy a look on it and acknowledging that it is still a very serious disease and we need to take it seriously and do something to stop it. It's amazing that 25 years seems like such a chunk of time and yet Mm -hmm. that means just Mm mid-90s And obviously, breast cancer was going on, well, for eons Mm -hmm. prior to that. Mm -hmm. And women were dying from the disease Mm -hmm. without, as you say, not being able to really talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we do a lot of outreach into communities who um, still have some cultural barriers around that. Addressing those barriers, different barriers, whether it be poverty, transportation, language, cultural things, that's one of the big emphases. Locally. Um, And then research is the national emphasis. And happily, a lot of the research is being done right here in Seattle. So even the money that we're giving to research, more than what we give comes back to the Seattle area for the research that's being done right here locally. There have been great strides made. Um, Many, many, many more women are being diagnosed at an earlier stage. and, And so it's being addressed before the disease Uh, It turns into metastatic disease. That's my personal story, in fact. I was diagnosed um, after my second mammogram. I had no symptoms. I had no reason to think that there was anything wrong. Um, At 42, I had my second mammogram. They called me back. I didn't think there was probably anything to worry about. I've always been, in fact, I was at my healthiest then, doing yoga and really involved in um, staying healthy and eating healthy and had little kids at home. Um, They called me back. It turns out that I had five cancerous lumps in one breast. I ended up having a double mastectomy, six months of chemo. Um, I am now 10 years out from my original diagnosis um, and doing really well. You wouldn't know looking at me that I had ever had breast cancer, but I don't want my daughters to ever hear those words. And that's why I am involved with Coleman. And that's why I do the work that I do. My oldest daughter is 22 and I would love to find the answer to this disease before she is even going in for her first mammogram. That's my goal. I think uh, we will find the cures within my lifetime. I think that it will be here in Seattle where those uh, breakthroughs are found. And I think that Coleman, I know that Coleman will be involved in funding that research. So that's why I'm here. And that's why I'm dedicated and have been, since my diagnosis, been dedicated to this cause. That is just such an a heart-touching, amazing story Mm -hmm. at a young age, at 42, Mm -hmm. and, yes, feeling so healthy. Mm -hmm. I think that there's one key thing. Mm -hmm. You know, we can be feeling great, Mm -hmm. and that insidious disease Mm -hmm. is just kind of creeping around. Well, surprisingly, um, while there are lots of risk factors, family history, um, being overweight, uh, being past menopause, all of those things are um, risk factors. Really, the two greatest risk factors are being a woman and getting older. Those are two things we can do nothing about. And so both of those risk factors I possessed. (laughs) Right. But yet, 
because of the research that had gone on and mm-hmm. because we had mammograms do have them available, mm-hmm. all mm-hmm. of that worked mm-hmm. toward to my favor. Yes, absolutely. definitely. Definitely. I only went for my mammogram because I'm a rule follower and it was what I was supposed to do. At 40 years old, I was supposed to get my first mammogram. I skipped my mammogram at 41 because I was a mom and working and had, you know, lots of other things that were priorities for me and then went for my second one at 42. I only went because of awareness and because of the messaging that was started by Komen. And so that's, again, I think underscoring for this morning about education is realizing the utter importance of having those mammograms. Absolutely, yes. And Coleman, of course, is so great in terms of, well, the funds that will are being raised and yeah. will be raised again through the walk yeah. to provide mammograms free of charge to those who really are limited in the economics, the, the poverty level, even here in our rich area. Yeah, we uh, serve the um, Puget Sound area, which is the whole I-5 corridor, 16 counties, Whatcom to Wakayakum. There are definitely some healthcare deserts um, in our service area, areas like Grays Harbor County, where the services just aren't there for women, and we need to figure, find partners in those areas that can help us serve the women and, and get them to the breast health services screening and treatments that they need, and then help them navigate that system. The medical system is pretty complicated, yes. even if English is your first language. So helping women navigate that system and understand what's going on and what their next steps are is a big part of it as well. So is this something that happens that if a woman hearing this or hearing from someone about breast cancer and is feeling unsure of, Mm -hmm. you know, how to navigate, can they call Mm -hmm. the Coleman office and say, hey, this is what my circumstances are. You know, can you help direct me Mm -hmm. somewhere here? Mm -hmm. We definitely can. We have, we specifically partner with agencies that specialize in those kinds of things. We uh, raise funds and give out grants to um, organizations in the Puget Sound area who address those barriers and do things like mobile mammography and community um, people that are kind of um, health navigators. For example, in the Hispanic community, they're called promotoras and they're members of that community that can help navigate you in the language that you know and with the um, cultural considerations that are important to you. So we definitely can connect women to those sorts of resources. Um, you can go to www.comanpugetsound.org for that. You could also call us at 206-633-0303, um, and we would be happy to put you in touch with those services. You can also go to that website, comanpugetsound.org, to sign up for the walk, which yes. we would love to have <laughs> you there. We can't do this work without support and without fundraising and without visibility and getting the word out. And the more people that come to the walk, uh, the more successful that we will be in fighting the disease. So we really, really would love to encourage everybody. You know, there are um, walk teams right here with this radio station that um, you can join. We would love to have everybody in the Puget Sound area involved. And that's the thing, you know, ideally join uh, a group because Mm -hmm. that's part of kind of the energy Mm -hmm. and, you know, keeping you involved, Mm -hmm. inspired and moving forward, right? Yep. It's a really amazing event. Um, We have Hope Village where uh, women who are undergoing treatment for disease or who have um, finished their treatment 
Uh, women even who have metastatic disease get to uh, be a part of that Hope Village. We have um, just a real feeling of community and celebration as well as education. It's just going to be a beautiful day. It's really, really an amazing event. Um, I started with Komen as the volunteer coordinator, and my husband and kids um, get kind of tired of being voluntold, <laughs> um, but they love this event. They come out every, every single year. So. And think of this locale right mm-hmm. there on Lake Washington uh-huh. at Seward Park. With the mountain in the background. It is just gorgeous. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Yep. Yes. And I'm guaranteeing good weather. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, it's almost summertime on June 2nd. And, you know, regardless of kind of the weather, it's yeah. just so gorgeous. Yep. And the energy is sure to just put this spin yep. of sunshine yep. on you anyway. It right? really is wonderful. And if you can't come out and you can't participate, that's understandable. Um, there are lots of ways you could support somebody else who is participating. You can even do kind of a virtual participation where you still are fundraising and you still set up a team and you still get a t-shirt. You just can't make it out to the event. www.comanpugetsound.org. We would really, really love to have you. And we know that being involved is important. That's part of community. Mm -hmm. And the statistics are so great. Mm -hmm. We never know if it could be us. You never know. One in eight women, one in eight. And you know, when I was uh, diagnosed, I was trying to figure out, you know, I was looking through all of the risk factors and trying to figure out what had I done wrong? Why was I diagnosed? What was it that set me apart? And my husband said, honey, you're the one in eight. I mean, if you look around you and you count out eight women, one of them, chances are, will have breast cancer in her lifetime. Yes. So you can be doing everything right. But as you said, and this is so critical, Jennifer, being a woman and aging. Yep. Yep. It's just there. It's just there. Yep. And sadly, I was getting older and it was my time. Yeah. But... Here you Here are. I am. Yes. Healthy as can be. Exactly. And, yep. And looking forward to enjoying the walk. Yeah. I really um, enjoy talking to other women who have been diagnosed because I, when I was going through treatment, it was very helpful to talk to women who had already been down that path and their lives, they were no longer defined by breast cancer. When you're in it, you feel like this is something that you're going to be dealing with for the rest of your life. And for me, even, even though I had a double mastectomy, for me, it is... There are days that it doesn't even cross my mind, except that it's my work. But personally, I forget that I ever had breast cancer. Yeah, I've had two close friends who have both had double mastectomies Mm -hmm. as a result of breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And I think the same is true for them. You know, they're just vibrant and living life to the fullest. And I would have to ask them, too. But I think they're like you. That's not at the forefront of their minds. No, no. it does change you a little bit. You um, Things are kind of distilled, and you really realize what's important in life and um, relationships, um, spending time on things that make a difference. Um, those kinds of things are really important in life. Not waiting till tomorrow to do what you should be doing today is really, really important. And unfortunately, one sometimes then goes through a hard lesson mm-hmm. to come to that point. Right. But that is something that all of us really need to mm-hmm. embrace yeah. and be aware of. And, and here you are living that. It's also brought you to the work that you're doing. This because- work has been so fulfilling for me. Um, a year after I finished treatment, um, I was laid off from my job. And this job opened up 
um, at Komen that I probably wouldn't have applied for if I was still working. And it has been um, such a godsend to me. I have really enjoyed it. It has com- perfectly combined all of my passions and um, all of the things that are important to me. I never go to bed anymore wondering how I made the world a better place <laughs> that day. Um, yeah, do today all of those things that you want to do and that are important to you. Support the causes that are important to you. Sign up for the walk today. Don't put it off until tomorrow. Um, do those things that so that when you go to bed at night, you're going to know you made the world a better place by what you did that day. Yes. And it exudes from you uh, <laughs> that this is the way that you're living your life. And yes, touching mm-hmm. other lives, which is yeah. what we're all about this morning. Yep. You know, the encouragement of the education, really taking care of ourselves mm-hmm. and and, you know, if it's not ourselves, it's someone, mm-hmm. no doubt, very close to us. Yep. And I can say, too, if there's anybody listening this morning who's interested in reaching out to me personally, I'm happy to talk to anybody, have a cup of coffee. Um, I am more than happy to do that. My email address is jennifer at pscoman, that's K-O-M-E-N, dot org. Jennifer at pscoman.org. I'm happy to talk to you. Um tell you about my own experience, give you a little moral support. I'm happy to do that. Oh, that, that again is making the world a better place. I hope so. Because I can imagine just going through this vicariously with my mother who had a different kind of cancer, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's a scary place. It is so scary. To mm-hmm. reach, for your you to offer, mm-hmm. you know, to give some insights, support, consolation, mm-hmm. any of those things is mm-hmm. just such a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope it helps women. I think it does. I know it helped me when I was going through treatment. I had a very, very good friend who um, was a 30-year survivor. And boy, I tell you, our um, weekly walks together and talks were so helpful and encouraging to me in the midst of the very difficult treatment that I was going through. And so that's why it's so important to really look toward June 2nd. Mm-hmm. Get involved now. There's mm-hmm. plenty of time to get registered, yep. build a team, yep. join a team, any yep. of those things, right? Yep, yep. Look, for, look for me at Seward <laughs> Park. Um, really, it's just a really, really amazing time. It's it's fun to think that you can have such a great time and still be doing such good work at the same time. There's no better way to serve your community. It's so enjoyable. I would go just because it's such a fun time, to be, but to be able to serve your community and the people that you love while you're doing it, there's just nothing better. So there's that piece of it. There's also educational opportunities because there's all kinds of like kiosks or booths. Of there around. are, and we will have a booth for each pillar um, with an activity and with people that really know about those pillars. So um, research, for example, you'll be looking under a microscope and you'll be talking to people who are really involved in breast cancer research um, and fi- figuring out those puzzles. And there are some really exciting stuff going on right now around uh, breast cancer research and cancer research in general, things like um, uh, a cancer vaccine maybe coming yeah. down the road. I mean, just really, really exciting things. Um, so you'll be able to learn about some of that. You'll be le- able to learn about taking action, um, advocacy. Um, there was just a really important bill passed that um, helps people with insurance coverage that um, Coman was involved in. So you'll be able to learn some about that. You'll be able to learn about volunteer opportunities and 
you'll be able to learn about taking control of your own health. There's just going to be um, a lot of really good information, fun activities, area for the kids, beautiful walk, and fighting cancer together. Yes, absolutely. Right at the the peak of that. The pinnacle, is, right? Yes, mm-hmm. is the thing that's important mm-hmm. here. Yep. So if perhaps someone feels a little intimidated in terms of the fundraising mm-hmm. piece of it, mm-hmm. do you have some tips to share? Fundraising is really easy, especially these days in the age of social media. And I'll tell you, first of all, that there is no fundraising minimum. It costs $25 to register for the race or the walk. Oops, sorry. Oh, I'm going to get my hand slapped for that. <laughs> and there's no fundraising minimum. But fundraising is really simple. When you register for the race, you'll get access to a fundraising um, center online. And there's a just a button you push to automatically um, post a Facebook fundraiser. And I tell you what, just putting it out there, it's a very passive way. You're not knocking on people's doors or making phone calls asking for money. You're just putting it out there. This is why I'm supporting this event. And if anybody would like to um, help me fundraise and reach my goal, and people that you haven't spoken to or talked to in years uh, come forward and and support you in that. It's really a cool way to reconnect with some of those folks and for them to support you. And just again, because of the statistics, mm-hmm. it's we may not have connected with someone in, in a long time, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden we're doing this, they mm-hmm. see that posted. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've had that experience mm-hmm. in some form. Probably they have, and it could be that, that this is just what they need to try to feel like they're doing something to address the problem right. and address the issue. Um, We aren't asking people to support anything that they can't feel good about. Giving money to a a personal fundraiser is a way for somebody not only to fight breast cancer, but to support the person that's doing that fundraising. Mm -hmm. And it really is kind of a feel-good way to fight breast cancer and support the cause. And I would imagine, with all the years that you've spent now working with Coleman, Jennifer, Mm -hmm. that... You know, to get a team together to start this mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you personally have been dealing with the disease, mm-hmm. although that might be the case, but you might know someone. So you might want to do it in memory of someone, yep. Yep. a friend, a relative, yep. it's a coworker, yep. right? Starting a team for the walk is a really tangible way that you can support someone. And most, I would say most of our teams... Um, are started by somebody who is specifically doing it to support somebody else in their life. There's nothing that my supporters could do to make my breast cancer go away, but they could show their support and fight breast cancer by starting a team in my honor for at the time for the race for the cure. And that was a really tangible thing that they could do because they couldn't make me feel any better when I was going through chemo, but they could help fight breast cancer. Yes. And in its own way, that somewhere makes you feel better because people are caring enough. uh, When I was going through treatment, I remember um, my husband looking over at me in the car one day when we were driving home from the hospital, and he said, I cannot believe how many people love us. And those are the kinds of things that that are tangible examples of that love. Yes. Oh. Yeah. That's just an incredible feeling. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it really is. Yep. So consider that that right. kind of experience right. and how important it is and and I want to go back to the way that we can do the fundraising so much more easily mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. social media these days yep. and and yep. boy it's just a button to click to get it's on Facebook it's just a button um if you're not that 
um, interested in, you know, a lot of people don't do social media or Facebook anymore. Um, I know a woman who has been um, consistently one of our top fundraisers, and she sends out an email. She chooses somebody every year that she walks in honor of or in memory of, and she tells a little story about them and sends mm. out an email. And again, it's it's pretty passive. People don't feel like their arm is being twisted, but if it's something that they believe in and care about, they have the opportunity to support that. And I have heard over the years of having these conversations and, you know, just other venues, mm-hmm. what people do, they will have an event. Yep. It may be some celebration in their own life yep. uh, or for someone and use any kind of gifting mm-hmm. to be donations yep. toward this. Yeah, I'm having a bingo party this Saturday. <laughs> ah. <laughs> and it's really fun and we all come out and eat popsicles because it's going to be hot out and play bingo and I have little prizes people donate and and it's really fun. It's just a fun way to get together and all the money that I raise goes to my fundraising for the walk. So a multi-pronged yes. way of getting together socially yep. and yet, you know, fundraising is a part of it yep. and then hopefully most if not all of those folks also come out and yep. engage in the walk. Yep. Yep. And if they can't, it's a really good way for them so, to support me anyway. Yes. So... Yeah, and it's fun. It's an excuse to have a little party, right? We just have (laughs) a good time together and, yeah, and raise some money for breast cancer. A party with a real purpose. Yes, yes, for sure. So all these kinds of ideas are really great food for thought Mm -hmm. and and planning Mm -hmm. that we can still do because, really, we can keep fundraising until right at the time of the event. You can, and, uh, and we have people who start really early, too. We have people who do a little of this and a little of that. Throughout the whole year, and then it it's all um, culminates in the walk. Um, but no, three weeks is not too late to get involved. We would love to have you come out, pay your twenty five dollars, do a little bit of fundraising, and really go to bed knowing that you've made a world a better place that day. Yes, because that really is is at the core of our beingness and of our humanity. Right, yes. is making that difference in the world. Yep. Yep, and we can all make a difference. If all of us make a small difference, man, what a big difference we can make together. Yes, absolutely. Well, we have that opportunity. It's coming right up. We June can make second. Yes. I don't know if I said that. June second, which is a Sunday morning at Seward Park. And it gets started what time? Um, it gets started, oh boy, I should know this. I believe it's at um nine AM. Oh, I'm not actually sure. Um the one thing is that we are a little bit nervous about parking around there, so make sure that you give yourself plenty of time. Carpool if you Carpool. can. Carpool. Yeah, yes. take an Uber. But give yourself plenty of time. Don't leave thinking it's only 20 minutes away and so you leave 20 minutes before. Yes. Make sure that you have time to park and, and get there. We're trying to figure out a shuttle system and yes. figure that out, but we should be okay. And, and actually... Keep checking the website because maybe mm-hmm. that may occur and you'll know that closer to the time of the event. So it'll have that information. The website will have the information and we'll be sending out emails. We'll be doing lots and lots of communication around it. Yes. So get registered. They'll, you'll have the email. You'll yep. get those email alerts and yep. such. Yes. Yep. 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 As long as you make sure to check the little box saying I'll accept email. Ah. Yeah. In- important. Yep. And so the website, once again. www.coman.com. PugetSound.org. Komen is K-O-M-E-N. And we're going to make this more than pink. We are going to be more than pink. Absolutely. Well, Jennifer Teeler, it's been so wonderful 
to have you here this morning and to inspire us and share wonderful, important, heart-touching stories. My pleasure. Uh, And I will see you all at the walk. Absolutely. Thanks.